Hey guys, I'm your host Mark Lynch and you're listening to another episode of the Unbreakable Mind Podcast where we explore what makes for a truly unbreakable mind that will put you within reach of your biggest goals. So let's get after it. Hey everybody, I hope you had a fantastic start to your day and I'm glad that you are tuning in to another episode of the Unbreakable Mind podcast. And I want to start today's episode off with a question. And that question is, do you want to make personal changes for the better to yourself? Do you want to see changes to your life? Where do you think you start? If you want to see those types of changes, the answer is so painfully obvious. It's that you start with yourself. You set an example of how to live and how to treat others. And then you you strive to be an example of what taking responsibility and accountability for your life looks like. Strive to embody tolerance and compassion. Set an example of hard work. These are the things you want to strive for. If you are trying to create positive personal change in your life, then you need to focus on yourself. That is where you start. If you want a movement in your personal life, you've got to create it. No one's going to create it for you. And to do that, you need to start by focusing on yourself and your actions. It's not about copying the morning routine of millionaires looking those YouTube videos up. I know a lot of you look up those videos. I've been there myself. I used to do it all the time. What was the morning routine of Elon Musk or other successful entrepreneurs? These things don't matter. It's not about making millions of dollars. It's about focusing on your internal environment and translating those changes and to impact on your external reality. And this is true whether you think it is or not. It is a universal truth. There is always room for personal change. And the more I coach, the more I actually notice that the people who have accomplished the most in life tend to be the people who are also the humblest and most willing to learn, the most willing to accept the fact that they aren't perfect, that they need to be willing to make those personal changes in order to have the impacts they want to have on their life. Whereas on the other hand, it's the people who have the biggest egos and think they're perfect and don't need to make changes who actually accomplish the least. They think they know everything, (laughs) which is exactly why they don't end up making any progress at all. They are so blinded by their own ego that they fail to see the areas that they need to improve in. They refuse to acknowledge how little they actually know, and that holds them back long-term. Obviously, right? It makes perfect sense. If they aren't willing to acknowledge the things they don't know, they're not going to learn the things they need to learn in order to make the changes they need to make. You can't even begin to tap into your potential until you truly realize how small and how little we know about not just ourselves, but about the world around us as well. That may initially sound negative, but it's it's really not. When you realize how small we are, it actually takes the pressure off. It's not a negative thing. That's a positive thing. You realize that nobody's wasting their time waiting for you to fail so that they can judge you because you're not that important in reality. 
in the grand scheme of things, each individual person is not that important. We are not the focal point of everyone else's attention. So if we fail, chances are only a few people really close to you who should care about you and won't make fun of you if you fail, those are the only people who are going to notice if you do end up failing. So if there's anything that I've learned up to this point in coaching, it's that there's always room for personal change. There is always room for improvement. Nobody ever masters it all. I don't care how amazing of a person you are. Nobody masters it all. There has never been a guru in the history of mankind who has mastered everything about life. And you know what? There probably never will be. So don't put that type of responsibility on yourself. Don't strive for that perfection because if you ever did get there, you would be the first one to ever become perfect. You're wasting your time trying to strive for a goal that is just not realistic. So accept the fact that we are small. Accept the fact that we are imperfect and then start making the personal changes that we need to make in order to be successful. It is as straightforward as that. And that is what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. And to start, let's make sure that we have a really good understanding of what personal change is. So I've been reading, watching, and listening to a lot of self-help material for a long time now. And I've noticed that there are really two types of change that we can generate in our lives. And they are external change and internal changes. So external changes occurs when something changes in our physical or material world around us because of something we did. That is us making an external change. So for example, um, if you went to the gym and achieved that ideal body you've been striving for, or you saved and invested money in a new house or stocks or whatever, those are external changes you've made that are likely going to benefit your life down the line. Basically, it's the change that gives us a visible result in the real world. Now, internal change, on the other hand, is a little different. It's a change that actually happens to us mentally or emotionally, internally, inside of us. It's not something that we can see. So an example might be having a more positive attitude or learning some type of new skill, like playing guitar, for example. It is something that happens within us. Wherever you go, there it is. It's going to be inside of us. So. I get the question a lot, which one of these is more important? Is it more important to make external changes that we can see or internal changes that kind of go with us everywhere that we are and color our perspectives of the world, etc.? And you know what? A lot of people might have been expecting me to jump on and say internal change, but actually I think they are both equally important only because they affect each other. They go hand in hand. And I'm going to give you an example of how that actually works right now. And we're actually going to see how it can go either way. So in our first example, let's say we've got a girl named Jen. She decides that she wants to save money for the future and, well, achieve financial freedom, right? So she can live the life that she wants to live, not having to join the rat race anymore, work that nine to five. She wants to live more freely in terms of her finances. So she decides to put money into an investing account every single month for the next two years. And in two years, she's actually invested enough money to make some purchases and upgrade the quality of her life, things that she feels are going to benefit her. And one of the things she buys is a new car. So there's the external change. She's made some purchases that she's really going to enjoy. 
and specifically that car. And it's something that she always dreamed of having. And as a result of achieving this goal, her confidence grows substantially. So here we can see that external change, though it is a little materialistic from this in this example, it does lead to internal changes as well. And that confidence that she gained from that one experience can actually pour over into other areas of her life, such as maybe starting her own business. And maybe that's going to turn into a major turning point within her life. So overall, you can see how that external change, a simple purchase of something that she worked hard for and got a sense of confidence from achieving led to an internal change that actually impacted her long term. Okay, now let's use an example where we're going the other way. So an internal change leading to external change and how again, they are reciprocal. So now let's say, let's use me, let's say Mark, I found a book written by a self help expert online, a motivational speaker, whoever. And you know what, I got inspired by that book. And I decided to seek out other resources from that individual. And on my journey, I found various things like YouTube videos, podcast interviews, and even more books. And I dove into it and absolutely became inspired. And as I continued to do this more and more and more, I continued to seek out further understanding of the self-help industry. And after a while, I had developed an entirely new person, an entirely new self-concept of myself which led to an entirely new perspective that I had on life. So from there, maybe I then went on to share those perspectives with the world, which led to me becoming a self-help person. And before I knew it, people were asking me to create those videos, write those books, create those products that could then help them. So kind of passing the information on. And maybe this leads to a prosperous life for me as well by helping other people. So here we can see that internal change of seeking the self-help information and becoming inspired and becoming more passionate about that self-help industry actually leads to an external change of creating a business that I'm truly passionate about and changes the lives of other people. So it's reversed here. We see how that internal shift creates a momentum for powerful external changes down the line. It can go both ways. And that is why I think both internal and external changes are both equally important. That's my opinion. Yours might differ. Maybe you think external external changes are more important so you can show off to other people or whatever your personal reasons are. Or maybe you think internal reasons are more important. But mine is they are both equally important. They both go hand in hand because often one leads to the other. Okay, well, now that we understand exactly what these personal changes are, the two different types, internal and external changes, the next question we have to answer is why is personal change even important? And well, the answer is for many different reasons. The way I see it, without the ability to make personal changes, we are going to simply miss out on a lot of our potential because we weren't willing or never discovered how to make these types of changes. So the first thing here and why this is important is that internal change is going to help us grow. It helps us to become the person that we want to be practicing and enacting change in in yourself is one of the most rewarding processes you will ever experience. And you know what, I think that demonstrates an incredibly valuable life skill moving forward that will serve you well, regardless of the challenges you face. 
Because if you are able to pinpoint areas in your life that you are unhappy with, or you think need further development, being able to make the necessary changes shows commitment to that progression and confidence in your own ability. So in order to avoid stagnation and standing still in your life or just going through the motions, it's important for you to be continually trying to make these internal changes and adjusting appropriately, almost constantly. As much as that may sound poor, like we're constantly striving to be better, because it seems like a tiresome process. I think it's important. You don't necessarily that doesn't mean you can't have a day off. But whether it's changing the way you present yourself, developing your skills, taking a course, changing your routine, whatever it might be, it's important to be identifying areas where you think you need to make changes in order to be happy. Because if you're not living a life that you are happy with, then then you need to make some type of change because everybody deserves to be happy. And those internal changes, learning how to make those internal changes is going to is going to help you with this process. And then the second main reason that I think learning how to make these types of personal changes in our lives is important is because they bring about opportunity. Like it amazes me how blind people can be to opportunities that are right in front of them if they only made a few changes. For example, young people usually lack the perspective to recognize these opportunities. And sometimes older people feel like they're too beat down by the system to jump at them. But that doesn't change the fact that there are indeed an abundance of opportunities available to each and every one of us if we only reached out to grab them. And sometimes in order to reach out, we have to make those personal changes in our life. Literally everything everything can be turned into a beneficial situation if you just take a minute to quit whining and start paying attention to making the personal changes you need to make in order to make the situation better there is always some type of silver lining i would say 99.9 percent of situations there is a silver lining something you can learn something you can take from it something you can move forward with and I hear a lot of the time that people don't feel like they get fair opportunities because everyone feels like the world is unfair. But you know what? The lack of opportunity, that's not the issue. It's the lack of willingness to make personal changes to capitalize on those opportunities. That is the issue because sometimes the opportunities we want require more personal change than we are willing to make. And one of two things have to happen in that situation. Either we need to set more realistic expectations and continue on the way we are, or we need to buckle down, do some self-reflection, and figure out what those personal changes are in order to enable us or position us to achieve those goals. If you commit to knocking on that door of opportunity, you will almost always find a way to open it. All you have to do is figure out the right personal changes to get that door to open. And the sooner that you take action here, the better. Because you know what? (laughs) It's going to lead you to happiness when you make the changes you need to make in order to achieve the things that you want to achieve. That is going to make you happier in your life. And that is going to benefit every different area of your life. And you know what? The more simple I saw this as being, the fact that these personal changes 
led to our happiness and made us feel better about ourselves, it made me reflect on why is personal change so difficult? Why is it so hard for us to make these personal changes when we know that on the other side of it is what we've believed is going to make us happy for a long period of time? Well, the fact that I just worded it that way might give you a little bit of a hint. I personally believe that there are two main reasons why personal changes don't come easily to the vast majority of us. And that is one, we don't want it badly enough, so we lack the motivation to go achieve that goal or make that personal change. And two, we just simply don't know how to make that personal change or make it in a way that makes it stick. So we don't understand the techniques in order to make that personal change effectively. Like, for example, how many times have I personally tried to become a super early riser? Like, I hear all of these people, these successful entrepreneurs, waking up at like 4 a.m. continuously. I've tried that many, many times. And you know what? I have not had that much success with it. Like, there was lots of times where I did it for small streaks, maybe a month, maybe two months, maybe a few weeks here and there. But... Very rarely, actually not very rarely, never have I been able to make that last long term. I've struggled to make that a habit. And when I ask myself why, I think it's because I really didn't want to achieve that goal. I've never been the type of person who's going to wake up at 4 a.m. on a regular basis. I thought I wanted it because it was something I thought successful people did. And that if I wanted to be successful, then it was going to be a change that I was going to have to make as well. So the question was, how bad did I want to be the type of person who was continually waking up at 4 or 5 a.m.? And you know what? I guess I didn't really want it that bad because I've never been able to turn this into a habit. So even though I definitely have the motivation to become successful, I did not have the specific motivation to become an early riser at 5 a.m., and that was simply because my my motivation was for other things. Like I personally really like working in the evening. I find it quiet. I find it peaceful. I find myself energized at that time. I feel focused at that time. So that's certainly an example where I just simply lacked the motivation to make that type of personal change in my life. And it's highly likely that as you go about making these personal changes in your own life, you might experience something similar. You might think you wanted to make a personal change, but you just don't have the motivation to make it stick. And that either means you don't understand the value of the change or you don't truly want that change. And that's okay. Because if you at least find out that you don't truly want a personal change, at least in this process, you have discovered something about yourself and you don't have to be left wondering. And that, in my books, is still a win. Okay, and now the second reason why personal change can be so incredibly difficult for many of us, and that's simply that we don't know how to make the personal change. Change can be difficult because we often focus on the negative aspects of change. We follow a wrong strategy. We don't know the technique. We don't know how to develop a habit, whatever it might be. We just don't understand how to develop the habit we want to develop in order to establish the personal change that we are trying to establish. Think about how many people set the goal for themselves, for example, to lose weight or to get in shape. 
that is an incredibly, incredibly common goal. I would say we probably all had that type of goal at some point in our lives. That's something we all have in common. But the thing is, I would say up to 80, maybe even 90% of people don't achieve the goal that they set out for when they try to live a healthier life. When they try to establish an exercise routine, when they try to eat healthier and diet, whatever it might be. And that is simply because we either don't understand how to develop habits, we just want to fly right into a superstar exercise routine and um, just think we can sustain that long term when in fact we got to build up to it. Or we don't understand how to eat healthy because we've never taken the time to learn about what constitutes a healthy diet. So we just in this example, we just don't understand how to make that personal change. So inevitably, if we don't understand how to make the change, we're just guessing. And if we're just guessing, we are definitely going to experience hurdles. And it's probably likely that we are not going to be successful if we don't understand how to make the personal change. Now, luckily, this one has an easy solution. And that's just do your research, figure out how to establish a habit, figure out how to effectively create this personal change in your life. If you can do that, then, well, you've overcome the fact that you don't know how to establish this personal change in your life because you will have informed yourself on how to do it. It's that simple. <laughs> and once you've done that, there is a process for how you can create these personal changes in your life. So believe it or not, yeah, there is a process for how to do this regardless of what the change may be. And it pulls from many of the concepts that we've already discussed in today's episode. So I hope you were listening and paying attention. If you can follow this process, you'll be well positioned to make the personal changes that you're striving for in your life. And step one is to simply limit yourself to one personal change at a time. If you're looking to change one area in your life, that's fantastic. Do that. Keep it to one area, especially if what you're looking to rework is a major part of your lifestyle right now. Trying to change too many things all at once, you know what, that's going to set you up to be exhausted. It's going to set yourself up for failure and it's going to discourage you long term. So focus on one thing at a time, make progress, achieve that goal, and then move on to the next one. And then step two, after you've picked that personal change that you want to make right now and limited it to that one, get clear on your why. Everyone always wants to brush over this step. I don't know why people just push it aside. I suggest you think it through a bit more. Think about what is the reason that you either deserve this type of personal change in your life or what benefits making this personal change is going to generate for your life. This helps you kind of get clear on why it is you are doing this. Because you know what, if I really thought that waking up at 5am was going to bring me a whole lot of benefits, I probably would have made that change. I just couldn't get clear on how it was going to make a whole lot of change in my life. And because I didn't truly want it on top of that, I just never made it through. So if you can get clear on what your goal is and why you want it, that is going to help you move through the hurdles, overcome the barriers and carry yourself through the hard times. And then step three is to learn how to be comfortable with these changes. So essentially, something that I love to say to you guys is get comfortable being uncomfortable. Because when you're feeling that discomfort during your attempts to make these personal changes, 
that's when you're making progress. So try not to run away from it. See if you can let yourself be in that discomfort for a little bit. Try to learn and grow through that discomfort. You know what? Yeah, it might feel intolerable. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. That's the whole point. Personal change isn't easy. If it was comfortable and easy, we would all do it all the time. Believe me, I don't like personal change either, especially when it's something difficult, something challenging, something that doesn't come to me naturally. But quite often when we let ourselves experience that little bit of discomfort, we not only learn from it, but we grow through it and then make those changes more likely to become permanent because we know how to stick with them. The next step is to simply piece together those small steps you're taking towards building those personal changes and begin to view them as a whole. Let let yourself see the changes that you're making. Allow that to create momentum because when you break things into small steps, more attainable goals, that's going to help you build success momentum. It's going to help you see like, oh, I've done this. I've done it before. I can make these changes. I've been okay being uncomfortable before. I've overcome things in the past. I can overcome the next thing as well. It creates self-confidence. It creates momentum. And that is going to help you, well, roll over a lot of personal changes. And that's going to carry you in a way that you're probably not used to being carried. Motivation, fantastic for getting started. But momentum, momentum is what makes the difference. That's what allows you to make long-lasting, permanent personal changes. And then the final step, the final piece of advice that I have for you in this process is to not rush the process. Many people kind of hate this tip because it's natural. It's become natural for us in our society to want things right now. We have access to everything in our lives. We just want things so fast. We've lost patience. But you know what? True lasting change usually only happens slowly over time. It's something we have to build towards. So trying to rush this process of creating personal change in our lives usually results in going to an extreme only to end up burning out and having, well, the pendulum swing right back. So we rushed really hard to try to make that personal change we pushed really hard for a few weeks and then we burnt out and the pendulum swung right back and all of a sudden we were back where we started and we don't end up making the personal change so pace yourself don't rush the process make those small steps don't make the full change right away make a small step shifting our behaviors like this takes time it takes practice and more than anything else i think it takes patience remembering that change doesn't have to be perfect on your first attempt. You can adjust and tweak things as you go. That is what's going to help you make these changes over time. So thank you everyone for tuning into today's episode. That's all I got for you on personal changes. If you got any value out of today's episode, please take a second, just one second of your time to go hit that five-star rating and leave a review. It means the world to me. Until next week, stay excellent.